Hello, and welcome to the Press Box Report. I'm your host, Tanner Scott. Today is Thanksgiving Eve. It's November 23rd, 2022. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. So, I don't know. I'm a big Thanksgiving person. I like Thanksgiving. I don't love all the food. It's pretty good, but it's the only holiday, in my opinion, that's, like, centered around, like, food. Basically, besides Halloween, but I don't consider candy, like, food. I just consider it candy. But uh, let's get into it today. So, you know what's coming up this week. I know, you know, everyone knows. If you don't, that's sad. I mean, this is a sports podcast after all. I'm assuming you all like know a little bit about sports. It's the game on Saturday. It's the biggest game in all of sports, in my opinion. Yes, the Yankees-Red Sox game is a really big rivalry. Everyone knows that they're rivals. But they play each other like nine times a, a year. So, but this this is a, a rivalry. I think it's bigger than that because I only play typically once a year. This year, hypothetically, they could play twice in the same year if the cards are played right. I I don't think they will be. But uh, it's Michigan versus Ohio State in the the game. Number three, Michigan versus number two, the Ohio State University who's second overall. And this is the first time since 2006 that both of these schools are gone undefeated up until this point, until they play each other. One of these teams after this game will lose and then not be undefeated anymore. This game decides who's going to the Big Ten Championship. Because whoever wins, I think it's going to it's gonna jump Georgia and the other team if, it, if like Michigan wins. Because Georgia, yeah, Georgia's good. I'm not saying they're like a bad team or anything, but they don't. They haven't played anyone this good yet. They, because when they did, and I guess Tennessee was this good, but it's just as different. It's Michigan Ohio State instead of Georgia Tennessee. No, that's not like a rivalry or anything. This is a bigger thing than Tennessee Georgia. So there's some other. Rivalries going on this week. I know, like, uh, who do I know? That's funny. Like USC Notre Dame. That's a pretty good game this week. Old rivals, not as big. Um, I would think Army Navy's probably playing now. I don't know that. Um, there, I don't. I don't get it. So it's called Rivalry Weekend. Why are Why are there rivalry games throughout the year? Like the uh, Oklahoma. Texas. It doesn't make any sense. They're rivals. I forget what it's called. The some river showdown. Red River show, Red River Showdown. I think that's what it's called. But then why don't they just play at the end of the year? It just doesn't make sense to me. But uh, going away from uh, college football, we're gonna go into college basketball. So the season started not too long ago. Like most teams want to only play like four or five games. And uh, yeah, uh, you wouldn't be surprised. Most of the teams that are good are good again. So. There's not a whole lot of outliers from the from the norm. I mean, yeah, uh, Villanova isn't playing as well. I'm surprised by that. But uh, I'm going to talk about Jerry Parrish's top 25-1. and one. In the near future, next time I make a podcast and we talk about college basketball, I'll most likely have made my own 25-1. It's just I needed a reference to go off of, and so I just picked his because I like him. He has, He's a good po- podcaster, 
if you're looking for a, just a college basketball podcast, I'd recommend the Ion College Basketball. But uh, so let's get into his top 25 of one. Number one, Texas Longhorns. Number two, North Carolina Tar Heels. Number three, Houston Cougars. Number four, Kansas Jayhawks. Number five, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Number six, Michigan State Spartans. Number seven, Virginia Cavaliers. Number eight, Arkansas Razorbacks. Number nine, Kentucky Wildcats. Number 10, Illinois Fighting Illini. 11, Duke Blue Devils. 12, Creighton Blue Jays. 13, Indiana Hoosiers. 14, Baylor Bears. 15, UCLA Bruins. 16, Auburn Tigers. 17, Arizona Wildcats. 18, Tennessee Volunteers. 19, San Diego State University. Or San Diego State Aztecs, sorry. 20, Alabama Crimson Tide. 21, Pretty Boilermakers. 22, The Ohio State Buckeyes. 23, Yukon Huskies. 24, Iowa Hawkeyes. 25, Maryland Terrapins. 26, Texas Tech Red Raiders. So there's a few schools I'm surprised that are on this list just because I'm surprised by it. It doesn't mean that they're bad or typically are bad. It's just it's early. I'm surprised that they uh, are playing this well. Mainly number 19, San Diego State. That's my biggest shock. Not just that they're on here. because Yeah, I know that they're typically pretty good, but I don't, I don't remember the last time that I've seen that they were in the top. Maybe they were last year, and I just don't remember it. But, yeah, I'm glad the number 17 Arizona Wildcats are on here because a few years ago they, they were really good, and they haven't been as good since. Most of the teams, I'm surprised Auburn's as low as they are. Same with UCLA and Baylor. But they lost some of their good players. I'm surprised Indiana. I know they're good, but I'm just surprised they haven't played this well in a while. But moving away from the top 25 and 1, it's all opinionated. Basically, it's like some of these teams might not make it if someone else made it. Like, I might have a totally different order than he has. But, yeah. And I'm pretty sure seven of the 26 teams are from the Big Ten. Like, three teams are in the ACC, and like five teams from like that are from the SEC, and four teams from the Big 12. And. Two, yeah, two teams are from the Pac-12. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to do a top five college basketball games over Thanksgiving and the weekend. It's like the rest of this week. Wait one second. It stopped recording. Why? I don't know. So the first game that I picked was today at 11. I want to see if they – so they're playing currently during recording. It is between number 20, Alabama, versus unranked Wake Forest. I just couldn't find another uh, matchup between the two. Oh, then one game that was already finished, I think, was number 8, Arkansas, versus number 19, San Diego. State. I'm, I don't know what the score was. I'm sorry. I just didn't look it up. I thought it was later. I thought it was at like noon. Um, then we got the, but the first game, the Wake Forest Alabama game will be the worst one out of these. I, I think at least. Oh, I should probably pick who I think is going to win. 
I think for the first game, out number 20 Alabama will beat Wake Forest. I, I think that's an easy one to call. Then the second game, number 8 Arkansas versus number 19 San Diego State is a little harder. I'm going to go with number 8 Arkansas. I just think that they typically play a lot better. Yeah, the WCC is probably the, the sixth best at most years. Maybe a little better sometimes. But I'm just going to take – that's a big gap. So I'm going to take Arkansas. Uh, and then on Friday at noon, number 13, Creighton versus Unranked Xavier. This is an in-conference battle. Xavier's typically pretty good, so that's why I have them on here. I'm surprised that they only had two big East schools, but I'm going to take Creighton. I think it's a pretty easy one to call just because they're ranked. Xavier's not, but yeah, I would be a little skeptic about the if it's an upset. I wouldn't be too surprised. On Friday at 6 p.m., number 11, Duke versus number 23, UConn. Another big East team, the other big East team that's ranked, playing the number 11 Duke. I'm going to take Duke with this one. I could see UConn falling out. I just think Duke is typically a better program than UConn. UConn has had some good years in March Madness, but I just think Duke is typically better. This is the biggest game coming up Friday, 8.45 p.m. Number 16, Auburn versus number 14, Indiana. This is, I, I'd watch this game. It is on Friday. It, I think it'll be a pretty good game. I'm going to take the under, like the team with the not as high rank. I'm going to go with Auburn. I just think Auburn typically has a better program. Indiana, I'd be surprised if they win this game. But they do have a higher like rank in this poll or this uh, set of rankings. I'm just going to take Auburn. I think that they typically play better. So that's all for college basketball. So now we're going into MLB baseball. It's after all the teams uh, decided who they wanted to sign and now if they didn't sign them, it would be that player would become a free agent. So some of the top free agents in the MLB right now are oh from I got this information from NBC Sports Boston, but I got ten of the top ones that are still free agents. I think or will be either are or will be uh, for the next season. Aaron Judge, Jacob Degrom, Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts. Carlos Correa, Carlos Rodon, Justin Verlander, uh, Wilson, I can't pronounce that, Contreras or something like that, Danny Swanson, Dansby, Dansby Swanson, sorry, and Clinton Kershaw. So I'm going to go. And we're going to talk about three of these people, but let's see who we're talking about first. Because what we're doing here is seeing where I think that one of these players will end up, if they're going to leave their team or if they're going to re-sign with their player on the new contract. Give me one second. I just need to see who it is. But yeah, I think all these players are pretty good. They're the top ones I heard of. 
me see. Why isn't it coming back up? If we have to, I'll just pick a team, pick a player that I want to talk about. But I wanted to try this real quickly. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But oh, the winner is we're talking about Verlander. So he, right now he played for the Astros. He was a World Series winner this year. Really good pitcher in the MLB. I personally. I think he's going to stay with the Astros. I just think he's been with them for a while. He's pretty old. The team knows that he's good, and I just think he's going to want to sign with them again. I think he's kind of too old to want to go many other places. But, uh, so, yeah, I think that Verlander's going to just stay in Houston, try to win another. So, yeah, let's see who else we're going to talk about. Oh, wait, I missed two one. Whoops, let me try one again. This will be our second player that we talk about. I'm sorry that, that I'm not talking as much right now. But, uh, yeah, so I just think all these players, not they won't all go to a new team. I would think... At least like five probably will. And now we're going to talk about Clayton Kershaw. Another pitcher. Plays for the Dodgers right now. I'm pretty sure. I personally don't think he's going to stay with the Dodgers. I don't think he's going to resign there. He's a good enough player. And I just think he's going to want to go somewhere else. I don't think he's going to sign with the Dodgers. So there's a few teams I think that he could go to. So I could see him going... To like the Red Sox, I might be a little biased about that pick, but maybe the Padres. I think I could see him going to an in-division rival, or the Mets. Personally, I think he'll most likely stay in the National League just for some reason. He seems like a National League pitcher to me, so I'd probably say it goes Padres, Mets, Red Sox. I'm, I will never count the Yankees out with this kind of stuff. I just don't think that they. We'll go out and do that. They have a good enough team as it is, so I don't think he's gonna go to the Yankees or the Dodgers. So I, I'd probably say I, I'll say the Padres is where I think he'll end up, just because they have been going out a lot to try to get good players, and he's uh, arguably the best pitcher in the league right now. So last pit player that we we're gonna talk about. Hopefully, it's not another pitcher. I don't feel like talking about more pitchers, and. And it is another pitcher. It's Carlos Correa. I don't remember who he plays for. That's my bad. Let me do another player after this. But I'll say if I had to guess, I, I don't. I think he'll go to the Twins for some odd reason. I'm gonna say the Twins. I think is where he ends up. The twins are pretty good. They need to bounce back. Or I, I think he'll either go to the Twins or the White Sox. But I think the Twins will try to get him. That's where I think he'll end up. So yeah. He just seems like a Twins player to me for some reason. That would really help the Twins out. Hopefully they have enough money in their back pocket to go out and do something. They really need to bounce back. They haven't made it to the point. Like they, they haven't been the top team for a while. 
really been like the Indians or Guardians, whichever year it is, and the White Sox have really been holding their own in the Central. So we're doing one more. Last one. And the winner is oh wait, we just did that guy. Let me find I don't want to talk about the same person. Let me get someone new. There should be six more people who we've already talked about. Hopefully it's like a shortstop or something. I, I kinda wanna talk about the shortstop. They're my favorite position to watch. And the winner is Jacob DeGrom, another pitcher. That's okay. Jacob DeGrom, I think we'll either go to the Dodgers or the Yankees. I just think he's that type of player. I don't see him going to a whole lot of different places. And they just have the most money. So I see DeGrom going to one of those places. Not a really big interest. But uh, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. I know there's not a whole lot of uh, – I know I didn't talk about the NFL this time. But uh, the game I want to watch on Thanksgiving, I, don't, I think it's like 4 or 5 or something like that. It's in-division game, Cowboys-Giants to take second. So I'm pretty interested in that. You can watch if you want. I don't know what it's on. Sorry. But hope you enjoy this week's episode. Might probably won't do it another podcast this week. I'll try to do one relatively soon. But thanks for listening. This is Tim Scott signing off. Have a good Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening.